0: This month, so you might want to get ready. And it looks like for, we might have a guest on to for, uh, talk about that next week or I the weekend. Yeah, and Joe Riley, I've heard rumors may be back singing some of his songs. Very so good. Uh, get well, Charmy, and uh, Mike Perini is next.
1: over his box, a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What oh, said, if I hand over box, a box of chocolates, would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay.
0: It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and food in culture. And waiter, there's food in my soup. So, food in my soup. So this week, coming up next week, actually, it's the Ann Arbor Film Festival. Every year, it's uh, March 20th to the 25th this year. It's the 45th year of the Ann Arbor Film Festival, showcasing films from 14 countries, screening over six days, experimental avant-garde films, animated films all kinds of films and that's coming up next week and we're going to talk about that but first of all before we go on with the details first of all something that might be an idea for a future filmmaker if they want to take this into account this is a true story just in the associated press chiquita the banana company has agreed to a 25 million dollar fine after admitting it paid terrorists for protection in a volatile farming region of Colombia. The settlement resolves a lengthy Justice Department investigation into the company's financial dealings with right-wing paramilitaries and leftist rebels the U.S. government deems terrorist groups. In court documents, federal prosecutors said the Cincinnati-based company Chiquita and several unnamed high-ranking corporate officers paid about $1.7 million between 1997 and 2004 to the United Self-Defense Forces of Colombia, known as AUC for its Spanish initials. And the AUC has been responsible for some of the worst massacres in Colombia. So this is a very odd and sad and strange and bizarre story. I, the only response I can make to that on this show is to suggest another way of dealing with bananas and uh, people that you're not sure that you agree with. This is Guy Marks, and Loving You is Making Me Bananas.
2: From the Hotel Sheets in downtown Plunkettville, and Broadcasting Company presents the music of Pete DeAngelis and his loyal plunkettville Vanians Here in the beautiful gold, yellow, copper, steel, iron ballroom of the Hotel Sheets in downtown Plunkettville, overlooking the uptown section of downtown Pottstown. Stay with us, won't you, and enjoy the sweetest music this side of the Monongahela River. One mile high, two and one half blocks from the center of old New Orleans. Ah, there's gaiety, merriment, and dancing in the hotel sheets nightly. Now, to get things underway, Pete and his loyal banditos play a medley of old standard favorites. Commencing with your red scarf matches your eyes, close cover before striking, your father had the Shipfitter blues, and loving you has made me bananas. This beautiful picture and lovely lyric portrayed vocally by Dickie Ryan. scarf matches your eyes, you closed your cover before striking, father had to ship it her blues, loving you has made me bananas, oh your red scarf matches your eyes, you closed your cover before striking, father had to ship it her blues loving you has made me bananas. oh you burnt your finger that evening while my back was turned i asked the waiter for i dined but i dined all alone And you has made me bananas Oh, you burnt your finger that evening While my back was turned I asked the waiter for I dined But I dined not alone Oh, your red scarf matches your eyes You closed your cover before striking Your father had a show made me bananas.
0: Loving you has made me bananas, and you know there were a lot of song titles in there. Those could be titles for movies too. So if you're a budding filmmaker or song title writer, if that's a very specialized category, but if you are, some song titles in there that could be used as long as you don't, as Gary Marks, Guy Marks, sorry, doesn't find out that was Guy Marks, and loving you has made me bananas. So, it's 6.36, it's Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and today we're looking at the Ann Arbor Film Festival, and I want to read this statement from their website here. The Ann Arbor Film Festival recently had its state funding cut for screening films that some legislators and special interest groups are deeming too controversial. Controversial, rather. And they had a fundraiser last November because they've decided to respond to that. Several films from past festivals have been called pornographic by Michigan legislatures. Neither the Ann Arbor Film Festival nor the filmmakers whose work was targeted agree with this accusation. In addition, the festival announced that it will not apply for state funding so long as the restrictive and unconstitutional guidelines are in place for Michigan artists. The AAFF, Ann Arbor Film Festival, is not in the business of exhibiting pornography, and every artist who was named in this report is in unanimous support of the festival's stand on the issue. And the festival says they'd like to thank the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, and the ACLU for their support in their fight for artists' First Amendment rights. And the Ann Arbor Film Festival is about First Amendment rights, but it's also about art, And it's also a festival. It's all of those things. And it's an experience that if you've ever found yourself thinking to yourself that maybe you don't want to watch a movie that's shorter than 60 minutes, maybe you don't want to see a five-minute short of something, maybe you think you don't like avant-garde film, the film festival is arranged in such a way to make everything interesting and intriguing. And you can get perhaps a 30-minute animated film followed by a five-minute documentary and a dense avant-garde piece followed by an amusing animation. It's really quite a range, and as I mentioned earlier, more than 14 countries are participating, more than 130 films in the Ann Arbor Film Festival. It starts on March 20th. And I think we're going to listen to a little bit of music here. This is some music from Linton Kwesi Johnson. This is not his voice, though, the dub poet. This is some of the dub music that he's done. Linton Kwesi Johnson. That's Linton Kwesi Johnson, and that cut is not actually with him on it, because Linton Kwesi Johnson is a dub poet, but that is a cut called the Insurrection Dub, and that is a dub version of a cut about insurrections. Now, speaking of insurrections, the Ann Arbor Film Festival is coming up next week. Now, it's an art insurrection, however you might want to put it. Nonetheless, it's a film festival that shows unusual and interesting films and dares to be sad, dares to be disturbing dares to be really really funny and dares to be whimsical and all of those things in a film festival you pay for one evening actually you there are generally a couple of evening passes you can get you can pay for that at the Michigan Theater you can find out all about this sort of thing by looking up the Ann Arbor Film Festival on the web and that is at aafilmfest.org and uh, if you're just tuning in it starts next week the 20th and you can get a pass for say 730 and you'll see anywhere from 4 to 6 films And I'd like to tell you about a couple of them. I have it on Good Word that a couple of the films have to do with food. This is a show about food, and so it's very important that I bring these to your attention. This will actually just give you a nice sliver of pie, if you will, of the film festival. Just these two films about food. I was given this information from the executive director of the film festival and Kristen McArdle, who has worked very hard on this. Now, Invisible is a film that's showing Friday, March 23rd at 9.30 p.m. And here is a description of the film. This is directed by Roz Mortimer. It's about an hour long. Part environmental expose and part art film, Invisible flies in the face of conventional documentary making. In this visually stunning picture, Roz Mortimer leads us on a hypnotic journey to the Arctic using dramatic imagery to create a fascinating portrait of contemporary Inuit life. She challenges hierarchies of knowledge and questions how we live in the world today. And Kristen McArdle gave me a description of her own. She says the Inuit people of the Arctic are some of the healthiest people on Earth in regards to their lifestyle, food, and drink, but they're all finding new diseases and ailments in the last 10 to 20 years. Why? Because of all the toxic waste that we're putting into the air, dumping into water. It's one of the most beautifully shot documentaries. The audience becomes submerged in their culture and the rare and inaccessible beauty of the Arctic. It's a haunting and fresh perspective on the environmental crisis of our times." And this is what the festival is all about. When she mentioned to me that the audience becomes submerged in the culture, when you're in the film festival, you really do become submerged in it, because films in general are great for taking you all kinds of places maybe you've never been before. But this one could take you places you might have never even thought of before. And this is an invisible, now, okay, you know, my superficial mention that it's about food, because it's a food show, and it's... I suppose that's superficial of me to do that, but I guess I'm just vain. But nonetheless, Individual, it's called Invisible. And it's showing on Friday, March 23rd at 9.30 p.m. Now, another film about food is a very different kind of film at the film festival. This is called A Room with a Skew. And it's five and a half minutes long. Not an hour, just five and a half minutes. This one is screening Wednesday, March 21st at 7 p.m. Here's a synopsis. Trapped in a strange room where nothing is as it seems, a hungry little creature awaits a meal that may never happen. That's the story of my life. i got to see that one. And Kristen McArdle described it as a claymation. It's very entertainment, entertaining. Raw meat, fish, and other meals are animated in clay. That just sounds wacky, and, I, and I, I have to go see that. The thing about that is these two are very different films, and these are just a couple of the films. There's more than 100 films showing And just with these two films, you get the idea of what the Arbor Film Festival is about, which is it's about everything. A one-hour documentary about what's happening to the people of the Arctic because of toxic waste and other chemicals dumping into water, and a five-minute animation containing clay animations of raw meat, fish, and other meals. That just gives you... that that, that film is just five minutes long. That just shows you the gamut that is run in the Arbor Film Festival. It's at the Michigan Theater, and it has been running for 45 years now. You can find out all about the Ann Arbor Film Festival at aafilmfest.org. I want to take a moment to go back to something, again, superficial about this bizarre story of Chiquita Banana Company being charged with terrorism and, in fact, admitting that it paid terrorists for protection in a volatile farming region of Colombia Chiquita has agreed to pay a $25 million fine. The settlement resolves a lengthy Justice Department investigation. And again, here here what we need to do, what we want to do at WCBN is give alternatives to other behaviors or perhaps further behaviors, whatever that might mean. But in the meantime, we heard a song about bananas earlier called Loving You Has Made Me Bananas. Here's an example of another way you can deal with somebody, deal with anger and deal with bananas. Because... The two go hand in hand quite a lot, especially if you don't hang them and then they get spots and there's this whole debate between should bananas have spots or not. Nonetheless, here are two of the greatest performers of all time, Tony Randall and Jack Klugman, The Odd Couple.
2: Got a job out on a farm, just a garden and a barn, picking fruits and vegetables all day, say... But when all my work is through, then I'm craving more for you. Listen dear to what I've got to say. When I'm picking the beets, dear, that's when my heart beats for you. When I'm picking blueberries, that's when I feel blue for you. When I'm picking those onions, that's the only time I cry for you. When banana skins are falling, I'll come sliding back to you. When I'm picking tomatoes, that's when I catch up to you. When I'm picking sweet corn, dear, I know you're so sweet and free. When I'm picking hot peppers, then my heart just burns with love for you. But when banana skins are falling, I'll come sliding back to When banana skins are falling, I'm sliding back to
0: you. Educating us all on the proper use of bananas as a threat. I feel like I should be Casey Kasem. Educating us in the proper use of bananas as a threat. No, that was The Odd Couple. That was, I feel like an odd couple sometimes. That's Tony Randall and Jack Klugman. And when banana skins are falling, I'll come sliding back to you. It's 10 minutes before 7, it's Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and we're talking about the Ann Arbor Film Festival, which is beginning on March 20th and continuing through the week next week. And you can find out all about that at aafilmfest.org. And I'm pleased to find that there is a discussion about censorship in the arts called Hot and Bothered, because, as I mentioned earlier, there was a controversy over some films in the film festival which were allegedly pornographic, lawmakers got all hot and bothered about that. Somebody from the Mackinac Center up in Traverse City got hot and bothered, and you know how that can be when when people in Mac, in at the Mackinac Center get hot and bothered. And so there's going to be a discussion called Hot and Bothered, Censorship in the Arts, during the film festival, so it's not just film. This is going to be on Saturday, March 24th, at 1.30 p.m. in the Michigan Theater Screening Room. The film festival and moderator Chris Gore will talk about censorship in the arts, Panelists will include the producer and co-writer of the film, This Film Is Not Yet Rated, that is Eddie Schmidt. Also Elaine King, professor of the history of art and theory and museum studies at Carnegie Mellon University. And Matthew Bernstein, chair of the Department of Film Studies at Emory University. So some heavy hitters here talking about censorship in the arts and what it has to do with the Ann Arbor Film Festival. That is Saturday, March 24th at one30 This is what they have to say about that on the website. Censorship is not just an action enacted by government officials or boards of review. Everyone must come to their own decision about what they find acceptable in the arts, morally appropriate for their families, and desirable for their own tastes and interests. This panel will discuss the questions people must ask themselves when trying to determine what they find objectionable and the importance of thoughtful reactions in such circumstances. So once again, this is at the film festival. It's going to be a discussion about censorship in the arts, Saturday at 1.30 p.m. And there's so much more on that website. Midnight Movies are returning to the Ann Arbor Film Festival. They'll be showing El Topo from 1970 and The Holy Mountain in 1973. And the whole list of films has been put on the website. In fact, you can go to the website aafilmfest.org and there are more than 2,000 submissions. People submit from all over the world from more than 25 countries. Less than 5% were selected for the competition, and the list of that is on the website at aafilmfest.org. Coming up in just about 10 minutes, it's Arwolf with Face the Music. But in just a moment, just in just this moment, which is happening now, a bit of cinematic music for you, if you will. This is, this is Linton Kwasi Johnson. We played a dub version, an instrumental dub version of one of his poems before, but this is an actual poem by Linton Kwasi Johnson.
1: Everywhere you go, it's the talk of the day. Everywhere you go, you hear people say that the special patrol, them a murderer. Murderer, we can't make them get no further. The SPG, them a murderer. Murderer, we can't make them get no further. Cause them kill Blair Peach, the teacher. Them kill Blair Peach, the dirty bleeders. Blair Peach was an ordinary man. Peachy took a simple stand Against the fascists and them wicked plan. For so them beat him till him life was done. And everywhere you go, it's the talk of the day. Everywhere you go, you hear people say that the special patrol, them a murderer. Murderer, we can't make them get no further. Out. The STG, them a murderer. Murderer, we can't make them get no further. Out. Them kill Blair Peach, the teacher Them kill Blair Peach, the dirty bleeders Blair Peach was not an English man Him come from New Zealand Now them kill him and him dead, gone, gone. But his memory lingers on Oi people of England Great injustices are committed upon this land How long will he permit them to carry on? Is England becoming a fascist state? The answer lies at your own gate and in the answer lies your fate.
0: Linton Kwesi Johnson, and Reggie Peach. I believe Peach was the name of a friend of his, and that's what that dub poem was about. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We've been talking about the Ann Arbor Film Festival, and there's so much to talk about as regards that. Some of the names of the films are always very intriguing. We mentioned A Room with a Skew that's showing on Wednesday at 7 p.m., also that night is a film called Foggy Mountains Break Down More... No, sorry. Got to get this right. Foggy Mountains Break Down More Than Non-Foggy Mountains. Okay. A Hair Lady. That's another... I mean, you know, Hair Lady. I think I'd like to know about the Hair Lady. Song and Solitude. New York City Weights and Measures. Lions and Tigers and Bears. The Zone of Total Eclipse. And these are just some of the names. Everything Will Be Okay. Film Noir. You know, you can't really know just by the titles of this. My heart, her heart is washed in water and then weighed. Where you are is not where you're going. I'm reading some of the names of the films that are going to be showing. Hammer and Flame. Black and White Trips, number three, that's spelled W-H-Y-T-E-T-R-Y-P-P-S, number three. Dyke of Transience. Now, some people are going to say, oh, you know, I'd rather see something with Tim Allen in it. Okay, Tim Allen could be a lot of fun, but I do want you to know that some of these films are just really interesting and just make you think of things in a way that you haven't thought of before. So the Annabur Film Festival is something that I find really refreshing. It's going to tell you again. It starts next week, the 20th, and goes through the week. And because one of the titles of one of the songs is called, sorry, well, it could be a song, couldn't it? Foggy Mountains Break Down More Than Non-Foggy Mountains, I think it's appropriate that we end the show with a version of Foggy Mountain Breakdown. And I don't know if this song is going to break down more often than a a non-Foggy Mountain, or a non-Foggy Mountains, as the cases may be. But nonetheless, I'm going to play it. And if the CD player is going to do well and the creeks don't rise and all of that, then I'll be able to play this for you. This has been WCBN-FM Ann Arbor for at least quite some time. I've been Mike for at least as long or shorter. And coming up in just a moment, Arwolf will help you to face the music. One last mention, Ann Arbor Film Festival next week. That's AAfilmfest.org for all your information. Here now is Mr. Lester Flat. Foggy Mountain Breakdown. was invigorating. Thank you, Mike. It's just past 7 o'clock. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN FM Ann Arbor. At least 50% of the student body at U of M has to drive very large vehicles and park them on the streets. Is that clear? Welcome to Face the Music. We're celebrating the... Is this really the 45th Ann Arbor Film Festival? Wow. That's just amazing. Well, we've got to do it up for him. So the next hour will be uh, cinematic and confusing and strange and wonderful and entertaining all in one big glob, just like the film festival itself. Let's face the music.